What is up, Wholesale Tremillion family? We're back with another subscribers um, interview. Um, basically, uh, Danny and his partner, Tanner, just, uh, wait, is this your guys' first deal or or what? Uh, no, so it's my wholesale deal. This is like my, I wanna say sixth or seventh deal, but uh, Tanner's second wholesale deal, so. Okay, and which, and which one are we talking about today? We can talk about the big one. The first one that Tanner closed, we just closed that one last week. That one was for five grand. So yeah. five smaller, G's. five G's. Yeah, yeah quick. Boom. You know, yeah. yeah, five G's. But the big boy actually is what we're you know wanting to talk about. That one was for sixty. Okay, so let's let yeah. let's talk about the sixty G's. Okay. All right, yeah. let's talk about the sixty G's. So you guys, no further ado. Obviously, um, this video here, I'm gonna have Danny and I'm gonna have Tanner's to break down the whole entire process to share with you guys, all right, exactly how they close on this humongous deal, 60K. Yes, sir, that, and, and that is my second 60K Woo! Deal. So, so you guys sit back, take notes. There's no sales pitch. I'm gonna have them laid out all to you, all for free. The only thing that's gonna cost you is you gotta put in the W-O-R-K, which 99% right. of you guys that watched a video or an interview and up don't do shit. All right. <laughs> so, so listen, the info's there, but you got to take the action. You got to put in the work. All right. Yeah. And if you can do that, let's go get this money, baby. That's right. That's right. All right. You so Danny Tanner, no further ado, man. Let's hear a little backstory about you guys and then how you guys, you know, kind of came together yeah. and uh partner, yeah. man. Absolutely. So, uh, just, my story, I got my real estate license in 2017 and uh, I was actually going to, to college with Tanner and we were staying there. Uh, I dropped out after a couple failed classes, you know, and um, I actually found out I was going to have a baby. So, um, yeah, so I, I, I think I was like studying my real estate stuff at the time when I was in school. But when I had stopped going to school, I just jumped in full time, you know, got my license, started working with the team, learning scripts, you know, making calls, making calls every day, really. And um, got my license shortly after and did that, you know, joined a really good couple brokerages and teams that taught me a lot, you know, with scripts and uh, really just how to, you know, do the listing presentation. And they were Mike Ferry based. So it really taught me a lot about real estate, at least the traditional side, you know, of selling listings and buyers, helping buyers buy. And uh, my mom's an agent too. Both of our parents are actually, Tanner's is a real estate developer and entrepreneur, his dad. Wow. And then my mom, she's, she's an agent. She's been an agent for about 15 years. So I guess you could say we've always kind of seen them and had that background, but uh, it wasn't until last year in January, I started, you know, seeing a lot of people that I follow and started, you know, wanting to really focus my business and transfer it to the wholesale, you know, the wholesale side and the flipping side of it. So um, that's what I did in January of 2020, right before the pandemic. Um, that's when I closed a couple deals. I luckily closed the big one, the 60,000 before the pandemic. So that, you know, held me over when the shutdown was going on and everything like that. But, um, but yeah. And then, uh, we joined back with the team or I joined back with the team, 
uh, probably this time last year because he was bringing in a lot of leads, like Zillow leads and stuff like that. So yep. I stopped kind of f- focusing on wholesaling and started doing that again, helping buyers and whatnot. And then uh, Tanner got his license in November. So like I was sending pictures and stuff to all my buddies and, you know, everyone like checks of checks just saying like, Hey, like come help, come learn real estate, come do it with me, you know, come join the team. And, uh, Tanner was the first one to really connect and get his license and start rolling on it. And so we were still closing those leads, like the Zillow leads and stuff like that for his first, you know, first three, deals, three months or so first few deals. But then, uh, you know, we said, we're just going to focus on wholesaling and developing, developing land, like raw land. Right. And we've been doing that for, I would say since like March. Yeah. Yeah. Like, working with a lot of developers. Consistently. Okay. Yeah, so we met, Oh wait, what's up? Yeah, dude, I, I got so, I got a, I got a few questions uh, yeah. for Danny really quick here before sure, go we go into a uh, uh, Tanner story. So Danny, what were you going to college for? What was the major? Uh, the end, it was business. Business. Yes. Okay. How but much did that cost you? Back and forth, you know, a couple different times, not really knowing what I wanted to do in the end. Um, but that costed me a lot. Let's just say like, if you want a number, maybe 50,000. Yeah, it was a private school. So, Got was, you. you know, it was more, we lived there. We lived on campus. We had the dorms. So gotcha. it all, you know, it all adds up. But uh, You're right. we were just talking about, you know, had we known wholesaling when we were living there together, it would have been a whole different story. <laughs> yeah. You know, we probably would have moved out of the dorms and, you know, yeah. got our own place or whatever. But right. Just, uh, so, okay. So Danny, you went to college for business. Correct. Okay. And then how it cost you 50 G's. Mm-hmm. Okay. How much, how much did it cost you to get the realtor license? Uh, the license, I think the courses cost about 300 bucks. If you get like a full package, I think Tanner got his for like 150. Yeah. You know, and well for wholesaling, you don't even need your license. That's but, right. So, but, but I know that you say a lot of people that reach out to you ask about that, you know, should I get my license? Where should I start? Right. So see, like it's a good entry, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So, so the reason why I brought up this question is, is people don't understand. I think the college is just overrated for people that are like, hey, Kong, I want to learn how to make money. I need to go to college because that's how you're going to come out and make 50 or 100K a year. It's yeah. like there's, there's, there's other path. That's a lot you of work spend and time. 50 Gs in college. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it takes a lot of time out of your life. You know, the four years, if yep. you luckily do it in four years, you know, and um, all that time could have been dedicated to learning a skill. So like Correct. I just renewed my license right last month. So I've been in the game for four years licensed that four years could have been four years or I dropped out like junior. So it could have been three years previous had I yep. started straight out of high school. Right. Yep. You know, so you can save a lot of time. I think I think yep. it all really depends on what you want to do with you know, your life. If you want to be a doctor or a professional in that sense, college is really the only way. So of course, you know, if you want to make money now and start a business, whether it's real estate or any kind, then you got to get in the field and get a mentor or maybe go intern somewhere and do it for free and learn the trade or whatever, and then start doing it yourself. Smart. Now, um, Danny, another question for you, man, at what age do you have your kid? Uh, He's three, 22. 22. And, and where were you financially at 22? 
I was actually serving tables, so I wasn't doing too bad. You know, right. I was making probably like, I don't know, a couple grand a month or something. So enough to enough to get by. We were living with, uh, you know, having help from parents and things like that. But sure. um, it really wasn't enough. You know, I knew that I was going to have to, I did jump into real estate full time because, you know, you can't, you can only do two things up until a certain point where you, you start wasting your time um, serving tables or whatever you're doing, where you, where you think I can be putting that time to so much better use doing real estate, you know, yep. on the phone or whatever it is. I started early on the phone. My mentor just threw me on the phone right away. So it was just luckily, luckily he did that because now I, uh, I feel like I have an advantage on the phone. Um, so I'm thankful for that, but I, I really think it's just getting out there and getting experience, you know. Awesome, man. So now, Danny, why did you why did you not continue the realtor route, but decided to choose wholesaling? Good question. So I actually had had people that I was following on Instagram or buddies of mine that I kind of knew of and looked up to making really large wholesale checks, you know. Um, don't get me wrong, real estate, it's great if you have your license. You make, you know, those percentages anywhere from two to three, four percent. However, the transactions are a lot longer. You know, the same time it takes for us to find a seller that wants to sell on the market, it takes the same amount of time to find a seller that would like to sell off market to us, you know, and um smart. It's really just the time that you put in, you know, to prospecting. That's what that's what we I personally, when I made the change, I stopped prospecting for regular homes just to list and i was just strictly fixers like all fixers yep so that was like the big change for me and uh like i'll tell anyone when i made that change the reason why too is because wholesaling i can 10x my income versus real estate which like i said you can do great in, in real estate i think it also depends on the person too because like i know people realtors that have been in the game for a while that are afraid or just don't want to go talk to the, the owners that own houses that are distressed. You know, it's just some may feel uncomfortable or whatever the case is, but, um, you know, we don't, we feel like we can connect with them and uh, really connect with them and make it work, make something work. If they want to sell, we can figure out how. And uh, yeah. Awesome, man. Awesome. So now let's jump into Tanner. Tanner, what's yeah. your story, dude? So, yeah, like he said, so we met in college, freshman year, did the first three years together. And when he dropped out, I kept going. I actually got my degree in business. So I graduated, started managing targets. Yeah. All around Southern California. I bounced around with a lot of stores. And, you know, I made, I made solid money. It was a good job. but How much I was, was working, it? Huh? How much? Uh, when I quit, I was about at 67000 Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it was decent money for being 23, 24. Yep. But I was working 50, 60 hours a week, five, six, sometimes seven days a week. Like it was, there was no balance. And I just yep. felt at some point, like, I was like, I feel like I could make more money working for myself and bringing it back to the $60,000 check he made <laughs> around this time last year. That's for little over a year a little over a year ago now but yeah. that's actually when i started taking my classes 
is the day he sent me that picture. I was like, all right, dude, I signed up. Show and me the money. Like, yeah. Show me, show me how. Yeah. And then the pandemic hit. So our, my life got crazy working at Target. Our workload tripled, but they weren't like giving out raises or anything. So yep. it just, you know, I finally just finished my classes, got my test day and decided that, you know, it was time to make the switch. So at that point I was actually down in San Diego uh, managing a store down there. So I moved back up here to Riverside Redlands area to start working with this guy. And yeah, we initially did a few deals on market, like with uh, our licenses, but now we've been mostly focusing on wholesales. Nice, man. Nice. Uh, so where are you guys uh, based out of again? Redlands. Redlands and Riverside area is kind of where we're focusing on. We do all of Inland Empire, Southern California. Okay. Um, but, you know, we're really keying in on Redlands. It's, okay. Yeah. It's Good. A, it's so you guys are from uh, California, right? Yeah. Right. yeah. Dude, I get people, I get people that are, that are like DMing or comment. Oh, you can't wholesale in California. You can't wholesale in California because where I live, uh, the bathroom costs half a million. Dude, are you stupid, man? Yeah. Dude, if your area is expensive, then dude, go into other area. Not the whole state of California. The bathroom costs half a million, man. Come on, exactly. man. Yeah. Use your head. Use your head. I mean, hey, yeah. dude, Just... like, like people don't understand. If it's if it's if it's expensive, go, you can go into another state. You can go into another cities. All right, yes. you got fifty states, and I'm sure there's a bunch of city in California that you can yeah. wholesale where houses price goes for two, three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. like that's kind of like our market or our you can say our farm area. Yep. Um, yeah. The the Airbnb is about four fifty to five fifty uh in in that specific area of redlands yep. so you know if you can you know you can figure out the you know the criteria that can help better find those deals then you can hit a sweet spot you know yeah man dude i um there is a uh there's a guy that's in my mastermind so i pay 25 g's to go to this mastermind it's called collective genius some of the top player in the country dude this guy's from california Guess how much they're doing? Wholesaling only five million a year, five million dollar a year. Just wholesale, dude. He's a monster, bro. The guy's a beast. Sounds like it. Yeah, yeah wow. no, he's a beast. But anyways, uh, let's jump into the wholesale deal. Let's let's give the viewer the breakdown. Like I want you guys to break down the whole entire process of how you found the deal, how you got it, how you negotiate, and all that. Absolutely. So um, we actually. We actually use a platform uh, to send SMS text blasts. Okay. And uh, we like to start there, I guess you could say, for from like a cold lead uh, perspective. So we'll send a text blast. Uh, the platform we use is Offers PDQ. Okay. And uh, we send a text blast, you know, depending on, you can pull data from that site or pull it from any of these sites. You know, we pull from PropStream and um, we'll get a list. We'll okay. Hold, okay, Danny. So for those of you, um, Danny just mentioned prop streams is also what we use to pull all our lists. All right. And I've been using them for many, many years. I believe that they are the number one in the country for pulling data. 
I got to do the plug-in, bro. <laughs> so, yeah, so, if, so if you need a website to go pull your list, I'll leave the, I'll leave my affiliate link right below in the descriptions. Go check out Prop Streams. You get a seven days free trial with them. All right. And after seven days, if you don't like them, if you don't feel like that, uh, their data is good enough, you can disconnect. There's no string attached. But Danny, what list did you pull specifically, though? This specific list was actually just a chunk within that list. So it was just like a neighborhood chunk. Got you it. Know, right now, we're starting to really detail in criteria, you know, for what we want that we think uh, is pulling the most fixer properties, which is, you know, high equity, long term ownership. Got it. Okay. So you pull the list. And then obviously use the platform, you sent out a text blast. Okay, what's next? Right. Yeah, so we actually, we skip traced right after, you know, right after yep. we pull the data, skip trace the data so that we get the most accurate phone numbers and, and uh, emails. Okay. We do that and we plug it into our platform. And then from there, we'll send them just a cold, hey, this is Danny, uh, wanted to reach out. We're interested in your property at address. Would nice. you be interested in a cash offer? Or would you be interested in an offer? Perfect. And, you know, we get a lot of yes, or we get a good amount of yes, or how much, you know, but we do get a lot of no, no, stop, unsubscribe, whatever. You're going to get that with anything that you do, of yep. course. But then uh, we'll take those warm leads and we'll kind of pre-qual them back and forth through the platform, just through text okay. and uh, ask them, you know, do you have a number or, or, or what's your motivation or, you know, where are you looking to move? Sometimes we'll just straight say, hey, do you have time to jump on a call? Because that can be a lot easier when uh, pre-calling them. You know, if you go yep. back and forth on text, sometimes you'll waste your time going back and forth with someone who's not even the owner, you know, yep. who's just playing around with you. So we'll, we'll pre-call, ask them if they want to get on a call or just call them and uh, try to set the appointment to, to get over there and see the property. Uh, but for this specific case, for this deal, we sent a text. She responded, actually, it wasn't the seller. It was the seller's daughter who responded to our text. And uh, we went back and forth with her for a while, a couple of weeks. Um, and then I decided to stop by and drop off a, a, my business card and a little letter to them, you know, saying, hey, wanted to stop by, see, you know, talk to you because they hadn't been responding to us. We called the number that we had been going back and forth with and uh, no response. So we went by knocked on the door. I knew there was someone home because there was a dog and it was barking. And I can kind of hear like, you can kind of hear too when someone's home and a dog's barking because they'll be quiet or they'll move around. Like if no one's home, the dog's just going, going, yeah. going, going, whatever. So I just yelled like, hey, hey, you know, seller. Uh, he finally responded out that window. Yeah, you know, leave your card, whatever, leave your card and you know, I'll give you a call. So I think it was about two weeks later, I get a random call from him yeah. saying that uh, another agent or buyer is going by and uh or just had went by and took pictures so he said if you want to come take a look i said i'm five minutes away i'll head there now so i had i went over there took photos met him you know put a face to a name and uh came home he wasn't he wasn't wanting to sign anything then and there he made that clear so uh i i as after that day, I gave him a couple of days and we learned right away, you know, which we kind of knew, but we learned that, you know, with leads that call you and want you to come over, uh, you need to stay on them like every day. So whether that's calling them every day or going straight to the house and uh, knocking and saying, hey, look, I'm here. What do you want to do today? Do you want to talk about, you know, do you want to get the contract situated today? Do you want to see 
you know, our seller was wanting to see options of what he can move to has, you know, when he sells. So that we were bringing him some properties and uh, one day just got a call from him and he said, Hey, you know, we're ready to make the move, come over. Let's, let's get everything situated. Let's get the contract situated. And I said, I'm on my way, went over there, uh, signed the contract with them. Okay. Okay, bro. So Danny, uh, so, so, so his motivation is he wanted to move. Correct. Okay. So what's the ARV on the property? ARVs anywhere between 500 to 575, 600. If you were to finish the detached garage and turn it into another unit. Okay. So between five to 600,000. Yes. Okay. And what was the estimated rehab? It was, it needed everything. So it needed a full rehab. You know, it was, uh, it was rat infested. Um, there was trash. So how much, so how much are we talking about? I would say at least 80 to a hundred thousand. Okay. So 80, 80 to hundred K for the full rehab. And yeah. uh, what was the seller asking price? He didn't have a number. He didn't have a price. So, you know, going back and forth with his daughter on text, we threw out 245 and she responded, uh, she responded, oh, 245. Are you, you know, are you offering that to this for this house? And we're wondering, you know, is that a good or bad response? That's kind of another thing you can't really tell with text, you know, how they're feeling emotionally. So um, we kind of had that number in mind going over to the property, but going inside and really seeing the condition, it wasn't, we weren't going to be able to cut it for that price. Okay. So, um, okay. So, so okay. Hold, hold on a second. So over the text, you offer 245. Yes. And the daughter responding, Hey, that sounds like something that would work. So you guys set an appointment to go out to see the property. Yes. We, we tried to, but she wasn't having it then yeah. a couple of weeks later after I'd stopped by, um, then they called us and said, Hey, come back by, take a look. Got it. Okay. And uh, uh, what do you end up getting on a contract for? 225. Dang. Okay. So 225. Yeah. Okay. And then once it's on the contract, how much earnest money did you put down? I think this one was 5,000. You yeah. put 5,000 down? Correct. My question to you is the 5,000, is that something that you guys brought up or is that something that the seller brought up? Uh, no, that's just tip, that's just standard for our contract. Yeah. Got it. If so it just, up, we'll adjust, but. Okay. Just so those of you who's watching this, you don't need to have 5,000 as earnest money. Like I no. have put an offer in on property that are like, nine uh i think 978,000 it was an apartment all right in my area 900 978,000 and i put down $250 so wow. it, so in my contract i just put $250 seller never asked seller never brings it up seller never even most seller don't even know that there was supposed to be an earnest money deposit so yeah. if you're watching this you just want to make sure that you don't if seller don't bring it up you don't need to bring it up Okay, so you can put in, I could have I put in the contract $1. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so just so those of you know, like, oh, I don't have $5,000, Kong, blah, blah, blah. Dude, but you have $1, okay? And if you don't have $1, then dude, maybe just go get a J-O-B, all right? Yeah, you can stand at a corner and get $1, man. <laughs> so, okay, so you drop out the deposit. Okay, now, and then how much do you send out to your buyer? 
Uh, we sent it out, I think, for originally two ninety five. Yeah, yeah, we sent it to our Hold artist on. for two ninety five. Okay. And, um, we, we ended up showing it to about four or five. We had the meet us out there one day. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Tanner, you have to speak up a little bit louder, bro. Okay. Yeah, I just said we we had one day we had about four or five of them come out to. Hold uh, on a second. Hold on. So you sent it out for two ninety five. Yeah. Where did you where did you start marketing for the buyers? What platform? Uh, we have a list that we've built, you know, through just, you know, sure. talking to people. But I mean, we pulled a lot of buyers on PropStream too. Yep. You know, just changing the settings to what you're looking for or what you're trying to sell and see who's bought that recently in the area, you know, in the last few years. Got it. Ho- ho- okay, yeah. hold on. So Tanner, you guys did not send this out on Facebook Marketplace, on Craigslist. No, you guys just basically have a buyer's list already that you have built over time and you sent it out to that list, correct? Correct. Yeah. Okay. We've, we've, and, we've used offers, that platform offers PDQ. We've used it to send out uh, deals before too. Like we've pulled a list from PropStream, yep. imported it and said, hey, we have a 4-2 single family residence and a quadplex available in Redlands. Would you be interested? Yeah. And they say, yes, yes. yeah, we've gotten a lot of new leads from that too. Nice. Okay. So in case those of you who's watching this, that you don't know that you're not aware of, because most of the time when I talk about prop streams or you hear someone else talk about prop streams, you just think that it's a site where you go and pull a list of distressed property, but it's also the exact same sites that you can actually pull cash buyer. All right. So typically I pull anything within the last six months, even 12 months. All right that are you just check off and just say cash transaction all right and it'll have all those property same thing you skip trace it might get half the realtors it might have their phone number skip trace find them call them up and then just add it to your list it's a great way to find solid cash buyer Mm -hmm. because they purchased the property for cash so you know that they're legit unlike craigslist there's a lot of tire kickers so you have to qualify filter to to know who's legit and who's not okay okay so you send it out to your cash buy list for 295 and you're you got four to five respond back that they want to do a walkthrough yes correct so we had a lot of responses but about four to five really were wanting to meet us there that date at that time that we had arranged to go over there okay um we showed them you know we showed that four or five and our buyer didn't even end up coming from those four or five that we had showed Okay. So we, uh, 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 a partner that we had worked with that I had worked with previously at a brokerage, I sent it to her because they buy property as well. Um, but she sent it out to, uh, one of her clients that she knew that buys cash and they reached out to me, uh, said they wanted to see it. We arranged that and they wanted it. They wanted the deal. He's, he even sent us the offer before he had seen the property you know, because he really wanted it that bad. So nice. Um, so yeah. that's, so that's where you got your buyers. Correct. Yeah. So you sent out for 295, you made 60 K. So what happened to the 10,000? So that that's where I'm getting at. We showed him the property. We had assigned it for three fifteen. We assigned it for three fifteen because, uh, our partner had added her fee on top. And so she assigned it. He came out, gave us a price drop because the property needed a lot more work than uh, they had anticipated. Um, so he price dropped us down to two ninety. Got it. So okay, all in two ninety. So he dropped it down to two ninety. 
Correct. Okay. So you guys got under contract for 225. So if I take 290 minus 225, we're we're still positive 60 or uh, we're 65k. What happened yes. to the 5k? 5k went for to our partner that had referred the the agent. Yes. Yeah, okay. But didn't you mention that the agent also marked up the deal? Yes, they did. Yeah, they marked it up. But um, since he price dropped us all the way to 290, we had to, you know, we had to all cut costs. So we were able Wait. to, okay. we were still able to give her a $5,000 fee. Okay, got you. So you, so you sent it out for 295. She mm -hmm. marked it up and yes. she marked it up to how much? 315. Okay. So she was going to make an extra, so she was going to make a $20,000 on, on her end. Correct. And, and we also, we also got, you know, word through the grapevine that people were selling it or trying to attack on 30 to 300. So they were, they were having it sold supposedly for 330, which then me and Tanner are like, well, are we, you know, are we cutting ourselves? We thought we were not cutting ourselves short, you know, sending it out for 295, but that's just what we had heard. Okay. Okay. I got you. Okay. So you sent it out to the agent. All right. For two, for 295. You say, Hey, we got this property in the contract. Yeah. Anything on top of 295 is yours. Correct. So you tell her that basically, right? Yes, That's yes. what you told her. So you Correct. basically said, Hey, we're not going to pay you a commission. You can, you can go ahead and mark this up and make whatever you want. Yeah. Okay. So she sent it out to her buyer. Okay. Mm -hmm. For 315. Mm-hmm. Her, her buy did the walkthrough. After the buy did the walkthrough, her buy said, I can't do 215. The most I can do is 290. Correct. Okay. So the most you can do is 290. Obviously now she can't make her fee. So you guys end up paying her a $5,000 for bringing you guys the buyer. Correct. Right? Yeah. Now my next question to you is, did she brought, did she, um, did you guys initial the $5,000? Did you guys say, Hey, here's your 5,000 or is that what she, she asked for? That's what we decided upon. Yeah, we just we, we had decided that upon me and Tanner had decided that upon ourselves. Yeah, we just talked it over and thought we could throw her something for the connection. So sure. we decided on five thousand and sure. Just said we'll shoot you five thousand for the deal. Yeah, it Got was it. very very quick, very quick escrow. I mean, it was closing yeah. like within the next five days or so from when we had made contact with nice uh, with the buyer. So it's you know, it's a quick five K for for our sure. partner, which you know they were happy about yeah. good good now my uh my next question to you is how much uh how much deposit did the buyer put down uh, the buyer actually sent i believe a fifteen thousand dollar nice yeah. nice okay so buyer so you drop off five five k earnest money with the seller buyer drop off 15k mm -hmm. perfect so a lot of you who's watching this you got to make sure that you have your buyer put as much non-refundable deposit as possible because things changes buyers get cold feet i have it happen to me all the time if they want to pull away if they want to back out guess what they lose the 15 you can take the five take the 15 give the seller five extend the contract you still have 10k in your pocket i'm sure the seller's going to be okay with giving you an extra 30 days or whatever not okay for you to find yeah. the next buyer that's the reason why uh, two reasons one is obviously you want to make sure buyer have a lot of skin in the game so they don't so they don't back out of the deal number two if they do back out you have that money to cover your earnest money with the seller and then extend the contract if need be all right yep. just so okay. those of you who understand you watch this you you know and also two is 
um, you, a lot of some of you need to understand that realtor is also one of your good um, connections to find yourself cash buyer because realtors they're always out networking. All right, they're always out networking. So um, if you're having trouble finding um, buyers for your deal, most of my solid cash buyers are actually coming from agent. Agent either buy them themselves or they actually have know somebody that actually in the fix and flip game. All yes, right. So absolutely. don't underplay realtors. No, that's um, and in this deal is when I send my deal out, when I talk to, um, you know, an agent that said, Hey, Kong, I'm going to bring you a buyer. I, I typically ask them what they want. Okay. One, you ask them what they want. Cause a lot of times, you know, don't be the one that mentioned the number first. Cause a lot of times they'll give you a lot low, lower number than you do. Also too, is in some cases, just like what Tanner and Danny do, I don't pay them any fee because they like, Hey Kong, um, because some of them know the market and they know their buyers. So they'll be like, Hey, you sending it out for a hundred thousand, dude, are you okay? If I put 20,000 on top of this, because 3% of a, of a hundred thousand. So, cause most agent will think like this. Okay. When they sell property, they get 2.5 to 5% commission. 5% is a full commission, but typically they, 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 they operate from a 2.5 to a 3%. So if they're like, hey, if I get them, if I help uh, Tanner and and uh, and Danny find a buyer for this hundred thousand dollar deal, my realtor commissions, I will only make three percent, which is only three thousand. But hey, I know my buyer would pay twenty thousand dollar more for this. So most agent will go ahead and tell you, hey, because they know the market and they know their buyer and they know that you sent out for there's still room for them to make a profit. So what I'm trying to point out here is don't be so quick on the phone to offer anything, but listen in. To be a good negotiator, you gotta be the one that talks the least and just ask questions. Ask the part, ask the other person what they want, what they what make them happy. And, and most of my realtors, that's what they do. They're like, Kong, 100,000 men, are you okay if I send it out for 10 or $20,000 more and then I get the different or $50,000 more. And I always tell them, dude, if you can sell for more than that, I don't care if you make $100,000 off this deal. I, there are deals where I make less than my co-wholesaler yeah. because I don't, because I sent it out because I know what my Bible would buy, but he or she got a buyer that would, that maybe a husband and, you know, husband and wife just got married. They're looking for their first fixer so they can spend the next year or two years fixing it up and then have equity after that. So they don't, they, so they don't know about the 30% discount. They're not aware of a 20% or 25% or 15% discount. They're happy after fix. They're happy with buying it under market value, a little yeah. bit under market value, spend the next year or two fixing it up. All right. And then have 20, 30,000 in equity afterward. So those are some of the buyers that would pay you top dollars. Especially so, right now in today's market, you know, it's, yep. it's, in our market, it's um, we're seeing inventory stay on a little bit longer, but it's still just flying off the shelves, you know. So if you could bring them something off market that they have the only opportunity, Heck, at, yeah, they're like, all right, we'll take it. Yeah. Yep, that is a really, really good point. But pretty much that's pretty much it. Now, how long did it take you guys from start from actually? Well, it actually took um, from just signing the contract from signing yeah, from yeah, signing the contract. Pull, I was gonna pull up the contract to see what date we signed. Yeah. Up. Was it 15 days? Did, did it take you guys 15, 20, or 30 days to close on this yeah. a 60K deal? Uh, let's see. Here. I think it was about 15 or. Yeah, I think it 15. was around 15, but 15 let me, to 20 days. So, so those of you who's watching this, man, four years of college just to make 60K a year, 
15 days of wholesaling makes you 60K. Yeah. So you do the math, whatever way that you want. And I tell people this all the time. Listen, if you want to go college, get a degree because you want to be somebody, doctor, lawyer, engineer, just like Danny mentioned, that yeah. that that needs that that require that piece of paper, you go do you. Don't let yeah, don't let what I say stop you from doing what you love to do. But if you're just like K Kong, Danny Tanner, dude, I just want to make my own name. Then yeah. boom, smash yeah. that subscribe button. I'm going to show yeah. you exactly how to do it. If you just want to learn how to make money, become financially free and live life on your own term, boom, smash that subscribe button. Join the family, the entrepreneur, and let me show you how to do it. But uh, anyways, man, we're wrapping up. So um, Danny and Tanner, what are some things, some tips, some advice that, you know, you guys been doing this for a while that you can give to the viewer, man, that can actually help cut down their learning curve and all that? I would say definitely uh, get connected with people that are doing it right now. Uh, yeah. Specifically people within your market that you could drive to and physically meet. I think that helps a lot because um, you not only can bring them value by bringing them deals or working for them or, you know, dropping off whatever flyers or anything, you know, really just doing that or really just getting out and finding deals, you know, just finding houses that need work or look run down, writing down the address and trying to get a hold of them or just write down, take a piece of paper out of your notebook, write down, hi, I'm interested in buying your house with your phone number, leave it on the door. Yep. I think that's honestly the best way to do it is just that's to go and see it, write a note, stick it in there. Yep. No. Yep. Tanner. Yeah. We're still door knocking. I'd yeah. say, I mean, just get started, just call people. It's awkward at first and you'll butcher some, but you know, you just got to get comfortable with it and, you know, figure out things you should and shouldn't say, and you'll, you'll figure it out. It's, it's different every time, but. Awesome. So, so, I, so, um, Danny, I know that when you got into an agent, they just throw you on the phone and a lot of people are afraid to cold call, man. So what, so what's the one thing that helps you overcome cold calling? I mean, for me, at Tanner? least, yeah. learning most recently, I would just come to the office with him and watch him call and then hop in here and there, take a few, you know, and just kind of trial by fire. I mean, that's the best way I learned. Okay. He had a few scripts here and there that are nice. That's always a good to have a few, like, key talking points that you can bring it back to. Agree. But I think it really just comes down to becoming comfortable on the phone and yeah, I'd watch him, see how he interacted with people, see how they would respond and just kind of pick up on that. And then awesome. Just give it a go. Yeah. That's, that's kind of like what I did. My mentors would just, well, you know, one big one would just hop on the phone and just do it right in front of me. So then I'd be like, all right, your turn. And I just, you know, I was copying the stuff that he would say that the, the, the little hooks here and there, you know, and just, making it my own because it worked. So I was just doing that. And um, I think like Tanner said, really just get out there and get on it. You know, you're going to butcher it, but if you don't do it, then you're not going to get any better at it. So love it, man. Love it. So uh, Danny Tanner, how can people connect with you, man? Uh, on Instagram is probably the best way. Um, my Instagram is Danny Lee re. So D A N N Y L E E dot R E and um uh, mine's just tanner t-a-n-n-e-r underscore peery p-e-e-r-y on i just ig you guys are both on IG? IG. yeah that's IG. probably the best best place to reach us at 
How old? Um, how old are? How old are you guys? Do you guys don't mind me ask? Uh, twenty-five. Yeah, twenty-five. Twenty-five. Yeah. So, are you guys millennial or are you guys Gen Z? Millennials. Okay. Yeah, I think we're like Alaska. For yeah, he <laughs> might be in Alaska. Yeah. If you guys are millennial, man, and you only we're have right, IG, we're right on the line. Okay. I know. I know. I had Facebook, but I have. Uh, dude, I have Facebook, Facebook, dude, forget about Facebook, bro. Facebook for like. Facebook for old people now, dude. Yeah. If you are millennial watching this, and if you already master a skill, you know, if you already learn a trade of skills where you can already making good money, and if you're not on social media, you're missing out on a big opportunities. That's all I got to say. So anyways, you guys, I hope you guys enjoy this video. I'll leave all of Danny and Tanner uh, um, uh, tag right below. Please, yeah, we have a code too. Our our uh, the application that we use for text blasting. He gave us a code. If you guys go to it and sign up, use Danny one. Uh, you'll get fifteen percent off the first first month. So nice. I think it's really worth it. You know, we use that on the daily. Yeah. So. Okay, so yeah, if you guys want to connect with Tanner and uh, Danny to get that code, hit them up on yeah. Instagram or comment Perfect. down below, and Perfect. maybe they'll jump in and respond back to you guys. I hope you enjoy sure. this video. I John, hope it added a lot of value to too. you. Yeah, we and, um, appreciate it. You have yep, thank you so here. much, you guys. Be sure to boom, smash that thumbs up for me. Until next time, you guys, take care. Ciao. Thanks a lot, Tanner and Danny. Appreciate right. it, man. Peace. Thanks.